the van life. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Frankie. And I'm Alex. And together, we are FNA Van Life. Today, we're doing another live podcast. Yes, we, we are. We are sitting in a very fancy Airbnb living room. <laughs> For the first time, we're not going to be coming from you live from the van. We're in a fancy place, baby. Showers. <laughs> 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 We're definitely taking showers after this podcast because we stink. <laughs> but uh, we have some very special guests with us today. We got Vanning Wilder with us. Uh, we'll let them introduce themselves and tell us all about who they are, what got them into van life, you know, what their backgrounds are. We're just going to get into it all, get all the nitty gritty, figure out what's going on next in their lives. Tell us who you guys are. What's up, guys? My name is Nate. I'm uh, half of Vanning Wilder, and this I'm is my wife. I'm the other half, Maud. And together we're Vanning Wilder, and we're on the road for two years. Yeah, we've been on the road traveling around. We started in a truck in 2019 as a sort of a way to get out and about in the middle of COVID, and uh, eventually built a van in Virginia, and we've been traveling around all over the U.S. ever since then. Yes, we're counting 28 states right now. Yeah. And bah. Yeah. yeah. So, like, speaking of the, the truck right off the bat, what type of truck was it that you were in? And what was that experience like? Oh, my God. It was, uh, well, what did you think? It was... It was a Toyota Tundra. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we started um, making a bed in the bed. A bed in the back, yeah. And um, it was all empty, but then we first we had an inflatable mattress. And in COVID, we were practice, practicing like road trips. And then we, we got married in June of 2020 and we did our honeymoon in the truck. So we went to Yellowstone, I remember. And in the middle of the night, we were waking up at 6 a.m., and laying on top of each other, all grumpy, and we had to climb over the tailgate to inflate the mattress again. Yeah, we, we found out, we thought, we thought the mattress had a hole in it, and it was leaking every night, and we were like, this sucks, this mattress. I mean, it's brand new, but it turns out it was actually just really cold, and the air would compress, so we were like in the middle of the mattress, getting out to inflate it at like 3 in the morning, doing like bear watch with a flashlight. Oh, yeah. it, it was, was ridiculous. <laughs> The the thing I will say, we thought this was amazing. We were like super stoked to be yeah. traveling around in the truck. We were like, this is so cool. I had done it for a little while and Matt was like, let's, I mean, she was such a trooper. I was like, I can't believe this girl likes this. Yeah, <laughs> It was hilarious because Matt mentioned we just got married and, you know, we couldn't really travel anywhere outside of the U.S. We were like, fuck it. Let's go travel around in the van or in the, the truck. And I can only imagine that her parents were like, who is this guy that has married my daughter in Las Vegas? They're honeymooning in the back of a pickup truck, sleeping in the middle of nature, total, no job, like, no, like, who is this freaking guy? Yeah. And we were just having an absolute blast. Yeah. It was such a trip. So. I mean, we built uh, a platform after a month being on the road yeah. uh, with two big drawers. So, uh, yeah, we met a lot of van lifers and got inspired. And after four months, we were like, we don't want to stop. And uh, looked in other, a lot of other vans to get some inspiration. And we uh, started looking for a van. And we ended up buying this van we have now in December. Yeah. And started building it out. Yeah, literally, we went to, we had this big road trip planned out in the truck to go look at all these vans all across the country, because we were basically in Arizona, driving back to Virginia to be with my parents. Mm-hmm. We stopped in Texas, looked at a van, and looked at each other and were like, I think this is the one. And I was like, we can't buy the first van we see, right? That's stupid. That would be so stupid. I and we like talked about it, and 
like within 30 minutes, we were like, nah, this is the van. We're buying it. Told the guy right there, we were like, okay, done. Drove all the way back to Virginia, dropped off the truck, flew back this like day later, did the same 20 hour drive again. I was just like, oh my God, this is, it was so intense. But we were stoked out of our minds. So, yeah, yeah, it's been. We were finally, we're van lifers. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was like, at that moment, it was official. And like, going from that truck, that, like camper that you created, yeah. uh, it must have felt like such a step up knowing that seeing all these other vans that you were actually going to have some space to move around. Yeah. You weren't going to have to worry about getting out of your, oh my your truck with a flashlight looking at oh, the bears dude. and yeah. having them your mattress. There's Oops. nothing more humbling than crawling over the tailgate out of the back of the truck in a Walmart parking lot. To pee in the grass. Sorry, Walmart. <laughs> While, like, other people are clearly like, who and what is happening? Or we'd be like, hey, I'm going to go in in the morning and uh, brush my teeth. And you take yeah. your toiletry bag into the Walmart. And you're yeah. like, hey, guys. No. Yeah, I'm going to go get some toothpaste because I forgot mine. Uh, I'm going to go. Yeah, you just like we buy whatever We always brushed our teeth outside of the truck. Oh, like, yeah, because was... we didn't have a sink and we couldn't sit anywhere. So we were like, hi, neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brushing our teeth. Yeah, so the van was like a huge step up. There's yeah. nothing more motivating than hanging out with people that have a van when you think you have like this luxurious truck with the platform bed in the back and then you're like oh indoor stuff that's, that's cool nobody needs to watch me brush my teeth yeah I was like cool you light know, switches you know you're up to no good when the creatures of Walmart are looking at you sideways yeah when you're on the people of Walmart on like the yeah. Instagram channel you're like oh I've become that person oh, now yes. Nice, nice. They're like, this guy's carrying his toiletry bag yeah. inside, and there's no shower in there. And you're like, there's a sink. It's yeah. cool. It's basically a shower. It's basically, yeah, it's basically. Yeah. I was like, you'd be surprised. I was like, this water runs, man. This but water runs. The good part about that is that you're coming from a truck and living in a van, and everything was luxury. Oh, <laughs> like, look so at all this space. And then if you're coming from a bus and go to a van, you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> this is so, so tight. tight. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, it's almost scary, like, intimidating the opposite way when yeah. you're trying to downsize that. But when you're already so small in yeah. such a small space, yeah. it feels like a step up. Oh, it's – I mean, like, I'm so glad we went the direction we went because when we first had the van, I mean, and still, we – I mean, still, when we flipped the lights on, I'm just like, ah, we, we did, did this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you always appreciate it, especially if you came from something like super small like a truck. No, no uh, shame on truck life game or whatever. But, no, but yeah, not. it was like – I mean, standing up inside, uh, we still – we like dance around like, yes, look at this. We're dancing. We're standing. Uh-huh. Look at what all the space – it's like, yeah. Well, I just, like just to give you guys an idea, yeah. like how tall are you guys? I am 5'10", 175 yeah. centimeters. Yeah. yeah. So 5'10 and 6'3", yeah. living in a Tundra truck. Like, yeah. That's a tight space oh. for all people. We couldn't even like sit straight up. Like you have, uh, what is this, 30 centimeter? Yeah, it's about a foot and a half. Yeah. Foot and a half above us. Yeah. So, yeah, it was definitely tight. It was claustrophobic, claustrophobic at times. Yeah. yeah, we were, at the end of it, we were like, all right, this is getting to be... Four months was, enough. I mean, we didn't do it full time <laughs> four months. We stayed with friends. Over the country, like uh-huh. see there, and then go to the next one. But yeah, it was definitely enough. Yeah, no, yeah, enough. I believe it. Yeah. So what I'm interested in now is how you guys met, because obviously you're not from here. You have an accent, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And, and like uh, Alex and I are from two different countries, so yeah. it's it's always interesting to hear how you guys even met. Yes. Yeah. So we met in. Thailand in 2019 in August yeah. and uh, I'm from Holland the Netherlands 
And uh, I went on a backpack trip by myself, as Nate did. And we run into each other in Thailand over and over again. So we started at Full Moon Party and I'm filming because the music and the stage and I turn around and this guy is standing here with the skirt on, fluor paint everywhere, <laughs> leg warmers on his arms and like glitter full on. I was like, I like his energy. Who is this dude? So yeah, then we didn't even talk, but the next day we run into each other at a hostel, started talking, said goodbye. The third day I had a boat booked to another island, but my boat got cancelled, came on a new boat, he was there, and I was like, are you stalking me? <laughs> I was like, hey, yeah. I find you again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, this happened like five times total. Yeah. So the boat, we like got off, went our separate ways, we ran into each other. A thousand miles south at a McDonald's, like we thought we'd said goodbye forever, and then she shows up at like midnight, and I walk out of the bathroom. I was like, "Mal, what? What are you doing here? I thought we thought we already said our goodbyes." And she's like, That's "The other side of the country. I'm here just uh, buying iced coffee at McDonald's." I was like, "Okay." So yeah, I mean, it just like over and over and over again, wow. and then I mean, it was hilarious, and yeah, after like ten days, we pretty much had fallen in love, and we were like, "Now what?" and Mount left to go back to Holland. I was still on my sort of walkabout through Asia. But uh, two weeks later, I was in Bali, and her mom messaged me on Facebook and was like, Hey, I've heard all these great things about you. When are you coming to Holland? And I was like, Oh, I guess I got to go to Holland. <laughs> so I literally like was at this park like in Bali, and I bought a one-way ticket to Holland. Whoa, and for going there yeah, Sundays. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And, and uh, I went back to the States, unpacked my bags, repacked for the winter, went to Holland with a one-way ticket. I was like, well, I don't know how long I can stay here, but uh, we're going to find out. Yeah. Showed up. She picked me up. And, like, I mean, we ended up living together in Holland for 90 days as long as my visa could last. It was hilarious. <laughs> so the first day that I was there, she's like, uh, hey, just so you know. We gotta go drop the car off at my parents' house. And I was like, okay, that's, that's cool. She was like, so we're probably gonna have dinner with my parents. And I was like, okay, cool. great, yeah, yeah, super. She's like, and when we get there, uh, my mom, she gets a little excited. She might like scream a little bit or like jump up and down. And I was like, okay, like what? And uh, we literally, I shut the car door and I could see her mom in the window. Oh, screaming like jumping up and down I was like whoa you were not Wait. joking I was like oh my god I was like what did you tell them I was like oh my god I was like hey everybody they had an American flag flying on a flagpole they had a doormat that was an American flag it was her mom dad brother brother's girlfriend other brother other brother's girlfriend grandma grandfather her neighbor showed up because they saw that I arrived on Instagram. I was like, hello, hi, hello, hello. This is like day one. I was like, oh my God, what have I done here? It was ridiculous. Okay, to give you some back background story, I'm very tight and close with my family. And they're all my best friends. And I've been telling, like, I met this guy and I was five years single. And so obviously me in love is a thing. So I told my mom. Don't message him, but keep down. We will see if he comes. Keep it down. She, 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 she couldn't like, handle it. Uh -huh. yeah, she was like, <laughs> nope. 
yeah. And then uh, when they arrived, I was like, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a lot. I believe yeah. that. But I'm also like, if you can't handle my family, you can't handle me. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. It oh, comes yeah. with the territory. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they were wild. They yeah, were super yeah. wild. It kind of seems like one. Uh, the universe wants you guys to be together. Yeah, and for sure. two, it seems like that you basically felt like you were a superstar walking oh, in. Yeah. To, I was to like, oh house. my god, I feel like I'm a, the main attraction here. I was like, this is gonna be fun. But they were like hilarious. They were dancing on the table, doing a fashion show. I was like, these guys are nuts. And I like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it was so, yeah. one big party. Yeah, it was a party for sure. Yeah, so after that, um, he uh, he went back in January of 2020, and then seven weeks later, I booked my ticket to uh, Nate here in Arizona to see him for two weeks vacation, and then the last the three days before my flight back. COVID started. Ah. So my flight got cancelled and cancelled and cancelled to the point that we were like, uh, what is happening here? And right. also, what if I go home? Uh, what is happening between us? Yes. So yeah, we were actually cheering for let's stay together as long as yeah, possible. Yeah, we were like, we were like, yeah, go on, COVID, yeah. shut it all down. And yeah. I mean, until we lost both both lost our jobs. Yeah, yeah eventually. Yeah. Then we were like, hmm, maybe this is not so good. Yeah. And then the 90 days was coming to an end, and we were like, uh, we got to figure out what we're going to do. So we called a lawyer, and we were like, hey, um, what, uh, what's the option here? Like, turn visas up? Like, can we get an extension or something because of COVID? And he was like, he's like, yeah, you got 10 days. He's like, you guys could, like, drive to Vegas and get married. <laughs> or she has to leave. And I was like, yeah, or what else? And he was like, that's it. Click. <laughs> I was like, huh. So okay. <laughs> not how I thought we were gonna make that decision. <laughs> so needless to say, it was a super intense ten days. I bet. Uh, we were like, all the questions were coming out. It was like, yeah. do you want kids? Like da da da. Yeah. We ironically, like when we first met, we were like, yeah, we don't want to get married. Yeah, that's not for us. Yeah, it's an institution and all this yeah. stuff. And then the universe is like. Uh, jokes on you! Yeah, I got you guys. Yeah, so we talked about it for five days, and then it, yeah, then we de- we decided, decided on, on Thursday, Thursday. and uh, um, drove to Vegas on Saturday morning. Yeah, so not even my friends knew about it, and uh, but eventually it's the best thing we ever did. It's like it was such a cool day, and uh, people were uh, saw. His, uh, his friend saw that he was going to Vegas, so he's calling him, like, hey, why are you going to Vegas? So Nate says, yeah, to check out some wedding chapels. <laughs> and he's like, ha He's like, no, I'm serious. So all of her friends were like, well, we can't miss that. So they booked their ticket and they uh, went in Vegas and eventually we were there with 10 people partying. <laughs> yeah, we had eight friends and we live streamed our wedding to our parents on two iPhones, one in Holland and one in Virginia. So we had literally zero family at our wedding. Yep. It was like super random. Would not have changed a thing just because it was so easy. No catering, no flowers, no table arrangements, no none of that. If I did it again, I think I'd probably do it exactly the same just because, yeah, that's kind of how we are. Everything we've done has been pretty like yeah, snappy. snappy. I love that. Yeah. Bought a van. First van we saw. Decided to get married. Five days. Fell in love. Ten days. Yeah, it's been that kind of a relationship. Yeah. So has that kind of been how you guys have been traveling, too, in the van? Like, where do you want to go? Snap decision. Let's go there. Yeah. Definitely. We're very, uh, yeah, we, we decide very quick. And 
we think about it very short and then just go for it and go all in. Yeah. <laughs> and we awesome. never regret. Yeah. And uh, yeah, with traveling, definitely, we are just go with the flow and we never have a plan really, but we just like go to that state. And if we feel like we have to hang out longer, we do, but we actually very much go, go, go. Yeah. We, you, sh sorry. we yeah. should uh, slow down more <laughs> sometimes, but we actually like to be on the run. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask, like, you know, do you think that's actually improved your opportunities of actually enjoying your experience? Because, like, then you don't really set expectations, you know? Right. Like, yeah, definitely. I think, I mean, it's got, it's great because you kind of don't know what you're getting into. So we love that part of it. It's fun to be surprised. Uh, and... I would say it's probably one of the reasons we love van life and traveling is because it's the ability to meet people and they're going, we're going here. And you're like, that sounds cool. We'll, we'll go there too if that's cool. And they're like, of course, well, let's go. And then before you know it, you're traveling with six people and you're super, you know, you're great friends after five days. And I mean, and that's the beauty of it is that people are like, hey, come over here. And you're like, Okay. Before you know, you hang in the desert and have you all the glow sticks out and the laser lights <laughs> yeah, and exactly. so you're like, wow, tonight I thought we were, you know, sleeping on Walmart parking lot and now we are having a festival. Yeah, at the beach in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, You just never know which yeah. direction you're going to go. It's, yeah. I mean, and it's like, yeah, there's obviously lots of stuff that we kind of make plans for, but nothing is, you know, other than a van event here or there, or, hey, we're going to go back for some sort of, you know, somebody's family birthday or, yeah. or family thing, but it's like everything in between, you get to figure it out as you go, and I mean, I know for us, and I'm sure for lots of van lifers, I'm sure for you guys as well, you know, you get really good at being flexible, and it's the kind of thing that being tested like that repeatedly allows you to let go of a lot of stuff that doesn't matter, yeah. which is one of the, it's almost like a conditioning like you become very zen because you're like these are not the things that matter these are not the things that matter I can it's a life training go. and exactly and it starts to yeah. train you to go okay i'm only gonna you know give my attention to the things that do matter and i can let a lot of the other stuff start to kind of melt away and it's very freeing in a lot of ways because you kind of learn to value what's important and not worry about the things that aren't that big of a deal mm -hmm. um but you know you get conditioned to do this all over when you're in van life, all of a sudden, brushing your teeth in Walmart isn't that big of a deal. And, you know, carrying your own pee bucket, you're like, whatever, man, I've done this 10 times now. I don't really care. So, it, you know, it trains you to, yeah, care about the things that are important. Yeah, I feel like it trains you to uh, not feel, like, not feel the heaviness of judgment, right? Yeah. You, you get rid of, like, if they're going to judge me, I don't really care anyway. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah, still yeah. going to live my life. I'm going to be me. Yeah. And I, I, I love that about van life. And, yeah. like, what you were talking about is like the true embodiment, I feel like, of the community. Like everybody's like, hey, super flexible. Like, yeah, I'm going that way too. Yeah. If you want to come, feel free. Yeah. Like, obviously, as long as you're, you know, two decent people or one decent yeah. person, you know. <laughs> yeah, if one of you are decent. That shit crazy. I'm actually going the other way. That's funny you say I'm going yeah. that way. Oh, <laughs> uh, that way? Yeah. No. Yeah, I, well, yeah I, don't, I don't go any further west than this, so sorry. <laughs> At my own limits. But one thing I think is awesome too is like Alex and I just recently got married as well. Yeah. We didn't have any family member there. Yeah. Family members there either. We did it kind of the same. It was like an elopement. Yeah. And it was the perfect way to get married in our eyes. I feel like. How many people are at y'all's wedding? Ten. Ten. Cool. Yeah, Including us. Same thing. And uh, that, I mean, they were all friends. But yeah. Some of them were, you know, 
just met friends. Yeah. Some yeah, of yeah. them were people that we met at FanFest. Yeah. Uh, two of them were people that we met while building our van. Yeah. You know, so it just, because we built our vans kind of side by side in their parking lot. Proper and van life wedding. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was legit. Like, our <laughs> so van cool. was the, the van to get us to the place yeah. where we were going to get married. Yeah. So it was like kind of just absolutely perfect. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, even Alex's mom now says... You know, like, oh, man, you guys got married so perfectly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she wasn't even there. Like, they were there on the Zoom call. Yeah. Uh, so it was, like, uh, I think about 100 people or so, like, on a Zoom call. Whoa. You, know, you guys had 100 on a well, Zoom call? We invited some we of invited our patrons. Okay. 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 Yeah. Right. Cool. Something like yeah. that. But yeah. So nice. we try to, like, give our, our patrons, like, an opportunity to have more of an inside yeah, view totally. of our lives. And, like, they're a big part of our, us and our community as well. So That's we awesome. really appreciate you guys if you're yeah. listening. Yeah, yeah. But, yes. but yeah, it's, it's just wild to see, like, a lot... If you lived in a stationary house, right? Yeah. And you weren't living the van life. Yeah. And the pandemic doesn't happen. Yeah. You probably have a massive wedding, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. You Absolutely. Have, you go all out. You have both of your families yeah. there. Yep. Your family's <laughs> either flying in or your family's flying yeah. out, Totally. Right? Both of them would be... We'd all be flying somewhere or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, it's like... It's not that I... I mean, I we probably hadn't thought about it a lot because we... But kind of both said we were like not into getting married, but I'm also, I mean, I know I would never really be into having a big wedding for a lot of reasons. One is all the logistics and the moving parts and you're basically just throwing a party for other people. Um, but also, I mean, the cost is a big factor and it's not that I'm against spending money on a wedding, but at the same time, I'm like, some people spend 30, 50 grand or more, you know. And to each their own, but we would rather spend it to a cool trip somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or... Well, even like, for the price of some people's weddings, you could build a whole van. Yes, yeah. for sure. You know, and then <laughs> that van is an asset that you yeah. can travel in yeah. and then sell for right. probably more than you put into it. Yeah. So yeah. rather than like one Preach. day everybody gets drunk and then you yeah. wake up the next day like, what happened? Yeah, I just threw a $30,000 party. You're like, that was a lot. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. because it's labeled as a wedding, it makes it yeah. even more expensive. It's right? okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. yeah, and like, you know, I... I love going to parties that are, you know, weddings that are amazing and, you know, very lavish and all that kind of stuff. But I know that for us, part of the immediacy of not making all those decisions made it easier for us to just say, let's go do it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like anything else, it's all the buildup and all the stress of all those decisions. It's what dress and who the flowers and who can sit where and... I mean, I never things, liked that yeah, as a kid. Could, I said I would never want to, uh, you know, stress about which cake I'm going to uh, give to other people. I'm like, I don't care. I want to get married on my bare feet and everyone eats pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Just simple, like a wild, yeah, wild flower wedding. Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, so, like, you guys traveled for almost two years or two, over two years. Yeah. Um, how did you guys make that possible? Good question. Um, you mean money-wise? Yeah, money and just also living together in the tight space. I guess we could answer one at a time. We'll start with the money aspect. Okay. Of it. Yeah. Um, but do you want to start about the yeah? I mean, stuff? when we were in the truck, we both had already lost our jobs, so we were partially doing that because it was a way for us to travel. We were staying with friends in the states, so we also wanted to get out of our friends' houses. Mm-hmm. Um. But it also, you know, we didn't have to rent. I couldn't rent because I'm Dutch and we both lost our jobs. And 
Um, it was like we had like a budget wise for per month we had a thousand dollar budget and then we had per day sixty dollar together so yeah. we did twenty dollar groceries twenty dollar lodging and twenty dollar gas gas yeah. yeah so one day if we were staying four days in one spot we had more money to maybe drink a beer on the terrace yeah. <laughs> so we were so like you know very um disciplined yeah disciplined yeah. about the money so or we cheap. knew like if we don't have another yeah cheap <laughs> and that's totally fine uh it was actually fun because we really appreciated money and you know what you can spend and not in a beer on the terrace was such a dream oh yeah trying yeah. to trying to eat for we ate for twenty dollars a day for two people so that's ten dollars each per day yeah what do it your meals a, look like it is a challenge taco bell was like a savior like, oh yeah three dollars each for let's go nuts yeah uh, you know i mean we would usually i mean soup we grocery shop for everything yeah. obviously yeah. if we went out to eat it was only because we stayed in one place for like four days did you like extreme coupon, coupons or, no. we, we just extreme well, some. cheap yeah i mean we maybe coupon some but yeah. it was like you know soup was a buck 30 yeah uh ramen is super cheap sandwiches yes yeah. i mean we we still ate decently i mean we yeah we we had like yeah and stuff like for that, sure but, salads but yeah. we, we could stay like a week at our friend's house and then we don't have to pay much yeah. gas so we you know so it's not that we lived from ramen and uh rice but uh we definitely yeah. were very secure with the money and the spending because we knew if we want to do this for a longer period or we have to do this for a longer period uh, we have the runway to do with a thousand thousand eh, dollar a month. Uh, so after that, we um, we actually like found a van. Uh, we financed the van in the first place, and then we start building it. And you started having your job. Eh? Yeah, I got a job when we were on the road at the very end of the truck life part of the journey. So right around, I think it was October or November of that time, I had a job offer come in and I just started very slowly but it was perfect timing because it didn't take up all my time it still allowed us to build the van but I started making some money and I still have this job that's uh, basically in a finance position with uh, cryptocurrency for anybody who's listening and is into crypto you can drop all your questions and we can talk about this for ages um, <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> but yeah so I'm sure that'll open a huge uh, rabbit hole of uh, tons of ridiculousness but um, that was like perfect timing. And then, well, my- we, yeah, we worked in the morning, uh, or jobs. I mean, well, I didn't have a job officially because I couldn't work for, uh, because we got married. I found out with the green card, you can't work until you have your green cards. And while my process and status was spending, I was like, yeah, what am I going to do? I just lost my job. I was content creator for festivals and events. Um, so we started Fanning Welder as the label, and um, yeah, when he was like doing his work job, I was filming all the build stuff and editing and teach me, uh, I taught myself how to uh, edit in Premiere Pro. And then uh, after three months of building, we uh, started having a following on Instagram. And uh, on this point, still not any income, but I kn- we, were, we had a goal and we, were, we knew this is our goal. And if we do this, let's say, one or two years, let's see what happens. And then if it doesn't work, we will see again. But yeah, that was our goal. And uh, that's been now, that's a little over a year year now. Yeah, and it's been going really well. So now, I mean, we're both working full time. Mount works as much as I do. Sometimes Mm -hmm. more, I have to tell her at like midnight to put your phone phone down. down. 
Put the phone down. Yeah, this is us time now. Oh, this is us time yeah. now. Always on oh, daylight. She's like, engagement. I'm like, stop engaging. Engage with me. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it's been great. It's allowed us to both travel. One of the, one of the things when I started my job, I was like, I'm not going to go into an office. And they were like, that's cool. There was no office. And I was like, perfect. Yeah. So that is what really has allowed us to travel is just being super flexible. And I mean, it's, it's crazy now when we travel around and you guys can probably relate to this. We spent a lot of time working and some of the times I'm kind of like, what are we doing here? We're just sitting in the van working all day long. We got to get out there and enjoy the nature that we're, you know, traveling around the sea. So that's been a little bit of a compromise for us. But It's funny because you kind of have FOMO while you're in there in the scene. Yeah, Yeah. you're in the middle of nature in Sedona or Montana or whatever. But you're like, I got to work for four more hours. But... We're so lucky we yeah. can work from anywhere and yeah. uh, we just have been, you know, saving and obviously you don't have to pay rent. So that's a very good starting point, Yeah. which now we do at this moment in this yeah. Airbnb for the first time. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it's been good. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. And like, it seems like you've built a, you know, very good following in your, on your Instagram and you also make YouTube videos yeah. and all the things that you guys are doing. It's, it's really incredible. And just watching your content and what you create, it's, I mean, it shows levels on what you do. Thank you, you know, so it's, much. Like, it's very good content. Yeah. And like, you. I mean, I consume it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're not much of consumers; we're creators. Yeah, yeah. so it says a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, Thank you. But yeah, I I think it's wonderful. Um, now with that being said, is it both the jobs now enough to sustain the lifestyle and be able to even you know possibly throw away a couple bucks to continue to do? We, it are you know? living on more than twenty dollars? We can officially yeah. go and drink beer on the terrace. Now. <laughs> We have arrived. We, yes. uh, I remember when we were in Big Sur and we were in the truck and we were living super cheap and we were buying beer and drinking it right outside of the restaurant. We were like, it's kind of the same. Yeah, this, is, this is basically it. I was like, we, we got the same, same view. view. Yeah. We, we saw whales jump. We were like, babe, we, this is it. Yeah. And then, you know, like recently we were like, shall we go inside and have a beer now? And we were like, let's do it. Is it happy hour? Okay, better. Yeah. Okay, perfect. But yeah, oh, so we've now been we can saying one day a we can bit. just travel and do yeah. whatever and go out for dinner. And yeah, yeah. And I remember in Bar, we were sitting on a nice, you know, rooftop or whatever and uh, having dinner. We were like, we did it. Yeah, yeah. it's a great yeah. feeling. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely hey, a good feeling. I did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I feel like you know we're we're still working our way up. I mean, I think we've got a long way to go, which is kind of exciting. You always want to feel like you're still building something for um, sure. A but, lot of dreams. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's just nice to also feel like you can breathe. breathe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, so let's talk about why we're in this Airbnb right now. Oh, yeah. Because the van is outside. It is. But it's not going to be yours for very long. Correct. So what is kind of the next chapter? Yeah. So we just came back from a last road trip with my parents and we decided to sell the van. And we, we sold it. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So that's been really exciting and, of course, bittersweet. Because she's a baby and our first like project and yeah. there's so many emotions in, in that in her and yeah. Um, but the next step is obviously also very exciting because this has to happen to uh, yeah chase our dreams and obviously because we're o- I'm from overseas we have our life in Europe and we have our life in America mm-hmm. and from the day we met we always said 
we don't want that one of us give up uh, their life for the other totally because we think that's not healthy. So we've been working on this life half year there and a half year here. So now we are uh, actually um, counting down six weeks and never going to Europe and uh, doing van life there. Heck yeah. 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 That's so, awesome. That. Yeah. I'm excited to watch that journey because I want to see what it's like and get an idea for when possibly Alex and I get an opportunity. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you should yeah. come. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we would love to. Super yeah. excited. I mean, this is like, especially for an American, I've watched lots of people van life in Europe and I'm just like, oh, it looks incredible. I mean, it's just completely different, you know, instead yeah, so of, different. and America has, it's perfect for van life. I mean, it's big and open and vast and there's, you know, beautiful national parks and like Europe, I mean, I know it's going to be super different. It's going to be cities and, you know, smaller, way smaller streets. So we're making sure well, our van is going to... Also a lot of beaches yeah. and coasts. Yeah, a lot of yeah. beaches. Like America is built for uh, our V-Life, van life, I feel yeah. like, because the whole country has so much space and mm-hmm. you have so much, so much opportunity here. And Europe is, of course, smaller. There's a lot of history. And um, yeah, I'm just excited to show him, of course, Europe. And, yeah. Uh, do that together and meet new people there and uh, have a new perspective on yeah, both yeah, sides. Yeah. yeah, okay. How are you going to get a van in Europe? What's the plan for Great that? question. This was something that was like kind of stressing us out because it's not easy to do. So obviously we'd have to start shopping for it in the U.S. to find the van. We'd have to get somebody local to buy it, um, which we were maybe going to rely on parents or whatever, but it's kind of asking a lot for somebody to go like look at vans for us. Yeah, so we, so much money. <laughs> we have a friend there who turns out lives in Holland, was building vans in Australia, and just came back to Holland to start building vans there. Cool. So we teamed up with her good friend, Max. Max. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's uh, from Creative Vans, and yeah. Uh, yeah, actually this morning we had a FaceTime call with him to confirm that we have a spot, and he's gonna build us a van. Yeah, yeah. 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 So we're starting from zero again. Zero. Starting from zero, yeah. we are back to shopping for a shell right now. Yeah. We're not sure what we're gonna get. We thought we wanted to get a Sprinter just because we've had a Ford Transit, and mm-hmm. we thought we'd try something different. I also figured if there's somewhere to have it, Sprinter, mm-hmm. it's Europe. Uh, turns it's out a little cheaper there. Yeah, it's a little yeah. cheaper there. So we were like, oh, well, it doesn't have to get shipped. Yeah, right, yeah right. exactly. Yeah. You don't have to pay the import taxes mm-hmm. or whatever to bring in a foreign car. Um, but there are. He was saying he's like, I have a Ford Transit, so yeah. I was like, okay, maybe we keep it the same. But yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're in square that one right now. Like so first, our whole plan was the whole year already in the summer. We're gonna sell Jetty, and then we are going to Europe and build another one. But now because of our work is uh, getting so busy that we are like, we don't have time to build ourselves anymore. And um, yeah, we uh, we talked to him and uh, he had the spot free. So yeah. very excited. And we we'll get a still, I'm sure we'll still be, I mean, I would like to be involved with the build as much yeah. as we can. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Where he builds is like 20 or 30 minutes away from where we're going to be staying. Yeah. Um, but also like our plan to build was we're both going to work. I mean, my hours there are basically 4 p.m. to midnight, so that was that's brutal. And then we're like, oh, we'll just build from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m., and then I'll go work for another eight hours, and she would do the same thing. And, you know, we started thinking about that. And also, I mean, anybody who's been through this before, building a van, you're building for however many hours a day you can literally do it. And then you finish, and you start researching what I'm going to do for the next day, usually, 
And I don't care if you've done it before, you're always figuring something out. Yes. There's always something that doesn't fit, or you're like, oh, I should do this with a latch here instead of a slide or, or a pole. Or new layouts. Yeah, or, and so I'm going to, I mean, not to mention the 1,000 million trips you take to a hardware store, yeah. that's the after hours or before the day starts or the middle. So, you know, there's just so many things that are unexpected. And, I mean, we spent, for every hour we built, I'm sure we spent three hours researching, yeah. yes. which was months leading up. There's shopping, there's doing all the part lists. I mean, we had Excel spreadsheets. We had all of these things that are, I mean, late into the night we would be doing this stuff. So, so you we know. were like, we, there's no way we can actually do this with full-time jobs. Right. Plus also, you know, the last time we were in Europe was December, which has been a half year. And then uh, we will be only working and hang with my friends and with my family because yeah. this thing needs to be done. Right. right. And so, then how much time do you actually have to travel at that point? Right. 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 Yeah. 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 We're going to basically build it and then come back. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Hello. We'll see you next time. <laughs> yeah. Man. Like, cool. <laughs> Have fun, man. Go, uh, we'll put you in a storage unit. Yeah, uh, yeah. so that was so, the kind of thing where we were like, yeah, we it's figured just helpful gonna... to have somebody who's on the ground, knows the metric system, Yeah. also knows where to get the parts because there's no Amazon. I was like, <gasps> no Amazon? Uh, <laughs> like, how do you build anything here? Yeah. So, like you go to a traditional Honda yeah, store. Yeah, yeah. You, go, you go to the store. Yeah, in Holland we have our own like website, look, own Amazon. It's protected. Yeah. That's why we don't have Amazon. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but uh, I'm excited to have a professionally built one, and yeah. obviously still put our all of our love into it and yeah, uh, yeah, the yeah. things we want. But I'm excited to see what the difference between the two is going to be for you guys. Yeah. Like yeah. your own built van compared to a professionally built van yeah. that you just get to put input in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, this is going to be your second van, so just like maybe a top three or whatever, like things. You absolutely want to change Definitely. from your first van to this new build. It's yeah. a great question, and we have lots of answers. So the things we would do different the next time is we uh, would definitely install a roof rack and a roof deck because we didn't do this for this time because we had a hard deadline of building. So after three months, we were so you know overbuilt and done building. Plus, it was another two thousand dollar which was expensive at, at the least. time and still is but you know that was we were like no we're done it's okay and now we're like we're realizing yeah. how much other space you get having a deck and seeing sunsets and hang with your friends and yeah um so that's one thing and uh another big thing for us is because we didn't work full-time when we were building the van and now we do we realize that we both miss a legit work spot with like a good cushion and like screens on the side of the wall uh because now nate sits on the bench that's pretty comfortable it's okay yeah and then it's not like a desk eight eight hours on the bench and uh, you can't really feel your legs but i'm on the the swivel seat in the front with my laptop on my lap so yeah yeah, you know it doesn't work and uh we will the next time will be legit yeah, proper workspace and then I know the third thing definitely we wanted to do was um, at the end of the bed we want to basically have it fold down to make the back of a bench so you know we thought about doing a convertible bed where you have the table that turns into the bed um, we're pretty lazy so we don't want to actually make the bed yeah. every day um, but we do want to be able to have more friends in we want to be able to sit down and have like a table in the middle so our solution, and we've seen a couple other vans that have this. I think Eamon and Beck uh, had this in their third van, so we've you know we've had a lot of inspiration. But basically, the bottom of the bed, like the foot part, would just fold down. 
there'd be a bench seat right there. We could still have storage underneath the bench or whatever, but we'd have like an L-shaped couch. So at least hopefully four people could sit down and yeah. play cards or eat dinner but or whatever. Also, I'm curious, you guys have a, a convertible yeah. table, right? So how was your experience about that? We actually tend to really love it because we like to host often yeah. as often as we can we yeah. could literally fit 12 people in our yeah bed. yeah so, and like, everybody has awesome. like a comfy seat yeah, yeah. and with the table i think we were talking about it earlier we had eight people around the table at one point it's that's tighter really that awesome. that's not for like a dinner where no. you're like yeah yeah, that's yeah, for yeah. Playing cards, like playing cards cards against humanity yeah. or something like that yeah, yeah where you don't have to worry about like cards being seen as much yeah you right. know uh, for a game like that, it's great. But yeah. We could fit six people around it comfortably, yeah, awesome. and realistically, making the bed. I, I, I'll be honest with you, I hate it, but yeah. um, it doesn't take long. Yeah, it's well, really simple. I wonder yeah. if you hate it because you're the one who usually does it. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. And I, and nine out of ten times, I'm like. I think it's because I'm watching her not do it. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, come on, come and help me. And yeah. she's just like doing something else, which is probably very productive anyway. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, like I got to make this freaking bed. So how often do you guys convert it? Every day I, or not every I day? It depends on what we're doing. Yeah. If we're in a setting like this where we're going to be like working all day, yeah. then 100% of the time yeah. we set it up. Correct. Yeah. Really awful to be like laying in your bed and it's yeah. 3 p.m. and you realize that, like, oh my god, like I've just been sitting on my laptop, all right? Day. Yeah. Totally. So, we almost always set it up. If we're with other people, we usually set it up For because sure. you know, even if you're in a nice place, sometimes it's just yeah. nice to eat dinner inside, or once it gets dark, it gets cold, yeah. or the bugs come out, or yeah, whatever. Right. Or so it's like, raining, we'll yeah. have them I've, inside. I've thought about, I'm like, god, if it's raining, we've had a few of those days where it's like, if you're just inside a van and you don't really have anywhere to hang out, yeah. People don't, people don't tell you about that part of van life where it's like, yep. It's like even our friends, even our friends have a Murphy bed. Yeah. But one of their one of their uh, benches is very short. So yeah. it's like hard. To so it's down. like it's hard to be comfortable for a long period of time. Yeah. yeah. If you're gonna sit in there for like an hour, whatever, fine. fine. And there's yeah. no table. Yeah. yeah. So right. It's, yeah. It's I not mean, like a hangout. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's what I. I mean, I would love about having a convertible table space is the amount of space you have to sit and put your stuff out and work too, like. Mm. I love that part of it. Yeah, and that's like the, kind my of biggest. Hard yeah, it is a catch twenty-two. Yeah, the catch twenty-two is you lose storage. That's what I, I was going to ask you guys about yeah. that. So, but like, I think the way that you guys are going to do it, you'll still basically have the platform bed. Yeah, yeah. Like three quarters of it. That's yep. maybe. what we're hoping is sort of the compromise. Right, because we that. basically lost. Yeah, like in all of it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we yeah. have a giant like middle section that's yeah. like cut out. Yeah. So yeah, what yeah. they want to build is basically like still close fit. Um, yeah. They actually they have, the, have uh, um, the bed that pushes up, so oh, like, right. it becomes like yes. a seat, yep. you know? yep. and then uh, in front of that is a bench seat where you could fit four people around yeah. the yep. table. Like it's that. a little tight, but yeah. it's you yeah. know, it's, yeah, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Like we were very comfortable sitting at their table all the night. Um, but yeah, that's kind of yeah. I think is what you're kind of that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. We want to like we want to move our stove and sink to the side where the sliding door is, so you can look out when oh, you yeah. cook. Oh yeah, also not There's nothing like staring yeah. at a wall all like every well, time you cook. And we also realize, I mean, we literally love our layout because we have a foldable shower, so it's very nice to have that in, in case there's no plant fitness. Yeah. And um, so we we lost some storage space in the kitchen. But that's also why we put our sink all the way to the left in front of our bed. But now we also realize when we are brushing our teeth, you can't like stand around it with the two of you because it's in a corner. Yeah. And if it's 
on the corner of like the yeah, other side of the, the van, edge. you can stand around it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, just a little thing. Little things yeah. you realize after you, you know, once you live in it, there's no substitute for living mm. in your van and going, oh, I love this, or mm, this is not going to work for me. So I or, feel like that your layout that you're looking for is kind of a mix between ours and Stoke Loaf's. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Funny. It's really interesting. I mean, and it's, it's all about what you do on the road. Like, I think you guys were telling us, and we had the same thing, where it was like, we had these grand adventure plans in our mind when we built the van, which was like, I want to be able to fit mountain bikes under here. Yep. I'm going to have paddle boards. Turns out, <laughs> I didn't have a mountain bike. <laughs> and or we've got paddle boards, but, you know, you use them, them twice, yeah. Yeah. a couple that, of times. that rate, you might as well rent it. Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, basically, we rented ours for $150 per paddle. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, if you use it twice, I mean, it's like, <laughs> I was like, these are expensive, but we're going to use them later. Like, we sure. made our bed that high to fit to fit a bike under there, too. Yeah. So, we were fitting the wheel. But yeah. then we also realized that you have to get the, the wheel off every time. Yeah. Like, you know, you want to have your bike ready to go. Yeah. And on the back of the van, we did that with the truck. It was also uh, not, like, super handy to take that off every time. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, have, I feel like we had very similar aspirations getting yeah. on the road. Like, with the whole bike set up. With right. having that, you know, that platform bed. Yeah. One of the things that was a huge issue for us with the platform bed is we only had, you know, uh, maybe two feet of room above our heads. Because we had a shorter roof than you, oh, and right. we're not big people by any means. But if we can't sit oh, up in our bed, there's, you know, it's a pretty tight there's space. There's nothing worse. I mean, and we knew this from truck life than not being able to sit up in your bed. Mm-hmm. Like that was we measured ourselves. We put in. We figured out the mattress height because we were like, we're not doing this again. Yeah. We're not doing this head tilt to the side thing, or you have to really slouch down or whatever it is. I mean, it's. Yeah, and it's that's why actually we did this because in the truck we had to uh, change our backs to the front and to the back every day. Uh, so that's why we we're like, we don't want to make or bad anymore. We just want to have it ready to go, yeah. which was our big thing. But, you yeah. know, each have, everyone has their own reasons. Yeah. Well, and then, too, you find maybe, like, the happy medium is this bed that maybe, you know, right. part of it comes down and up. Right. You still don't necessarily have to make the bed every day. Right, right, right. But, like, yeah. you have the option of, like, yeah. you know, yeah. kind of moving and around. Yeah. Yes. the space a little bit more. I was wondering, how, uh, how is your mattress or your pillows? They're actually extremely comfortable. I was very surprised about that. I thought that yeah. would be the part that like bothered me the most. Yeah. Uh, there is one thing that you have to take in account for is you need something to like keep pressure on the back pillow so that way it doesn't slide and separate uh-huh. the two spots. Uh-huh. So what I just do is I take a pillow. Well, we have like a quillow. It's like a pillow that turns quillow. into a blanket. Yeah, I zip it up. Yeah, it's wild. That's cool. And so I actually take that and put it behind the cushion, and it keeps all the cushions nice and tight together. Yeah, yeah. And we're not falling into any seams or cracks. Yeah, yeah. And we bought uh, foam in particular for like a more firm bed. Yeah, yeah. Because because of my back. Yeah. So like I need a firmer bed. Yeah. And uh, it works out really great. Yeah, and it wasn't actually that expensive. We bought it from like I wish I remember. It was like. FoamFactoryDirect.com, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you literally like give them your measurements of right. like this is my bench and this is yeah. you know the pieces. Oh, nice! And, they made all the pieces and they for cut you it all oh, wow. and they wrap it with oh. stuff. I think it's called like a daikon oh, awesome. wrap. Wow. And then they mail it to you. I'm gonna re-listen to this and take notes. <laughs> I can remember this. Good. Just yeah. measure twice because yeah. I measured wrong yes. and got them and they didn't fit uh, and I, we had to like slice. Oh damn! Yeah. At least Which they were fun. too big. It's like yeah, not 
you small. measure five times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah. you still like you still yeah. like it wrong. But by yeah. that point in our build, because I couldn't order the foam until we had the bench built. Right. Because yeah, like yeah. theoretically, you're like, well, our bench is going to be this big. Yeah. yeah. But in practice, you never it can know. Be totally different. Yep. Yep. Totally. So it was like very late stages in the build. Yeah. We're both exhausted, yeah. and, and I was like. These are the right numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But is it comfortable though? Super yeah. comfy. Do you have seams in it? Yeah. I mean, there are There's, technically, but you don't, you don't feel, feel them. It. We put a fitted Five sheet. Pillows. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We put a fitted sheet around it, which yeah. I think also, also helps kind of like lock it together. And honestly, we sleep so good. That's yeah. awesome. awesome. I sometimes yeah, I see those uh, the tattoos of the pillows, yeah. and I'm like, how yeah. is that comfortable? Well, and then also I'm thinking, Uncle Kevin lived in our van for two weeks, and he's and taller he, than us. And too. he also his body, like you know, is a little bit more broken than ours. Oh, he was, <laughs> yeah. he was in the military. Oh, I'm sorry, Uncle Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> You're a good fit man. Yeah. Uh, but, but like he has back issues. Back issues. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh. yeah. But so he was like, he said it was amazing and super yeah. comfy and he yeah. had no problems with it. Oh, so. nice. Good job. Yeah, his hips yeah. did a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his hips did a lot. But yeah, he, he uh, said to us, he was like, this was the most comfortable bed I've yeah. stayed in. And he was in a Revel before that, which yeah. is like, you know, Winnebago Revel, you know, $150,000 or more for the yeah. van. Yeah. And... Honestly, he was like, I could live in your van. Mine was like a trip machine. Like, I, I had to move places because yeah. I never felt like I was at home. Yeah. Where in your van, I felt like I was at home oh. and like the setup was easy. Yeah. Which totally. was so important. Actually, very cool to hear because he was the first person ever to stay in our van. Yeah. And to hear him say all those things was just like, Oh, yes. you did a freaking great job. Yeah, you know totally. I mean? so, yeah, totally. Yeah, one day the van will be available for somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not today. Yeah. Not today. All right, so we like to wrap it up with if you were giving advice to somebody who was looking into this lifestyle, you know, what would you say to somebody who was like just dreaming about van life and, you know, thinking about getting into it? I would say uh, really think what you want on your road trip or in your life. Are you working? Are you not working? I think that's very important of uh, fitting the right van for you. Um, and I also, we get a lot of those questions and I think you guys too, from your audience, like how do I make money on the road? Like how do I do this? Do I have to save up and then quit my job and travel? And I always say the best thing you could do is work remote. Make sure you have an income at some way, maybe not immediately, but work on it. So because you come to a point, you're like, great, I spent all my money and what now? So I think that's really important to just continue your remote lifestyle. I think I'd tell people that they don't need a full size shower. Oh yeah, <laughs> yo, you are so on it, bro. I yeah. mean, and this is again no disrespect to the full size shower people out there. You basically built a closet in your van, and it totally closes it off to yep. the rest of the van. Um, but yeah, one of the things you find out, even we don't use our shower that much, mm-hmm. and it seems like a, this dreamy thing. You're like, oh, I can shower in my van, and it's like, look, you Nobody. got thirty to forty gallons of water. Yeah, shower crushes that. You can shower twice. You you know yeah. you can if you're showering in America there's Planet Fitnesses everywhere there's truck stops there's truck stops uh, yeah and that real estate is so valuable in your van like just consider that maybe an outdoor shower is enough yeah unless you're well or even car. like I think you guys too have a setup inside where it's like hidden away yeah. yes. and that's what we showers. went with Same as well thing, yeah. because 
we found, especially at the beginning of COVID, yeah. a lot of these shower facilities weren't available. We had that. So an outdoor shower is great if it's 80 degrees and there's correct. no wind. Yeah, correct. You know, but we do a lot of winter and things like that. Yeah. So love the Planet Fitness, love the truck stop, yeah. love the gym, like the rec center. Yeah. Like I'm all about a community pool. Yeah. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah. Like good times. Yeah. But like the ability to shower in the van. Yeah. Even if it's just like a quick like, yeah. like yeah. get it done. Yeah. It's super handy. But totally. I totally agree. The real estate is not worth it. The real it. estate is probably that's and yeah, I mean that's definitely my experience is that, you know, as as often as you can, you'll probably shower not in the van. It's more of a in case of emergency break Which, glass shower in the yeah. van. We did that, you know, we were six weeks in Baja yeah. last January and that was the first time really we uh, used or shower maybe two times a week, yeah. which was it is a lot because mm-hmm. we barely showered in it since yeah. it was done. Yeah. So we were both like, oh, thank God we have this right now. You feel greasy after a beach day. Mm-hmm. So it was really nice. Yeah. But in America, I wouldn't do this again. Yeah. 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 For us, we put in a base camp heater with, by Mr. Heater yeah. where we hook up a propane to it yeah. or we can have it directly connected to our bigger propane systems yeah. and then we just have a collapsible bucket where you yeah. drop a uh, yeah. 12 volt uh, you pump. know a little pump in there yeah. and it, it has its own shower head and we can shower inside or outside yep. awesome. lake water or yeah. house water, water. House yeah. water river water yeah. so if there is a river or a lake nearby we'll use that yeah. and we don't have to worry about That's consuming brilliant. our 40 gallons That's and brilliant. then if we don't have one we could just literally get it from our 40 gallon tank. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because I think I know what you mean with the shower because we had that shower on the, in the truck life too. Yeah, yeah. just drop so, the pump in the yeah, bucket. You know, and like, like make fire, heat up lake water so we yep. have hot water, mix it with cold water, and we yep. had a hot shower. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you just yeah. got to make sure you recirculate it. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. To yeah, you stand in the bucket and shower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't need the $8,000 yeah. recirculating no. shower. No. Don't worry about that. You stand in the bucket guys pro tip throw a sock on the yeah. pump so yeah. that way it doesn't yeah. suck up any of your bad juices yes. and get to go. this is like extreme pro tip stuff yeah yeah. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but we appreciate you guys coming on the podcast thank you so much totally we love watching your adventure we can't wait to follow when you go out to europe guys make sure you follow them we're gonna put all their stuff in the description down below you can find them and you can ask them questions about crypto. You can ask them questions about van life. You can ask them questions about social media. You know, there's Holland. so many different things. Yeah, Holland, what, what there is to do out there. Van life Europe. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, so thank excited. you guys once again. We really wow. do appreciate thank it. You thank so you guys so much. Such so pleasure. So we, love, uh, we love following you guys too. So yeah. thanks for having us on. Yeah. Tune in Sunday. Make sure you subscribe to their YouTube channel, FNA Van Life. All right. All right.